Welcome to Learning Along. I'm Rachel. I'm Jason. And today we are going to talk about Child's Play, the 1988 Child's Play we just recently watched. Um, there is going to be a remake coming out. I don't know. We did that again. We watched Pet Cemetery earlier and I didn't even know there was going to be a remake. Yep. We did it again. And we did see the Pet Cemetery, but we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Let's see. It's directed by Tom Holland. He was the screenwriter for... Well, he started off as a screenwriter mm-hmm. and writer for different movies. And he did, like, the Incredible Hulk series and shit like oh, that. Right. Yeah. But he also did... He wrote part of the screenplay for 1984... Class of 1984, oh. which is a good movie. And he also did... Um, what was the other one? Jeez, I'm blanking out now. He was that was his first director. Okay. Uh, debut was Fright Night, but he also did Psycho Two, which I oh, really yeah. really liked. I did enjoy that. I mean, it's yeah. not like the Hitchcock, you know, masterpiece, but it's good. It's, it's still, good. It's still yeah. And it had still had the actor Anthony Perkins, mm-hmm. which was pretty neat. We have yet to see Psycho Three. No, we haven't. We yeah. should see that. Yeah. But Child's Play did hit a, a number one in the box office when mm-hmm. it uh, first came out. There was a lot of controversy. People were trying to ban it, saying that children were going to be bigger assholes, which I don't think they can be. A guy at work to this day mentions Chucky mm-hmm. fairly often in how it creeps him out. My kid won't even <laughs> watch this movie. No. Because she's she freaked all, out. She was all about Pet Cemetery, but she wouldn't watch Mm-mm. any doll movies. Mm-mm. But remember, we did make her watch Puppet Master. Three. <laughs> I forgot about that one. That like was so three cheap. or four. Cheesy. Yeah, <laughs> it was not one of the good ones. No. But. Um, but Chucky's full name is Charles Lee Ray, which is derived from three notorious killers, which is Charles Manson, which, you know, and mm-hmm. if he is a killer. Mm-hmm. If he is. Not standing up for the douchebag. You're not like Axl Rose wearing your... Um t-shirt on your video about free charlie or what did it say i don't know i'm not (laughs) he's dead yeah but anyway and then lee harvey oswald who killed Mm -hmm. assassinated gfk Mm -hmm. and then james earl ray who assassinated martin luther king jr Mm -hmm. they all have three names don't they yeah they do well charles manson oh charles manson doesn't yeah no so but he didn't actually kill anyone himself Charles Manson, that we know of. That we he know did. of, yeah. There is rumors that he has, but there's no evidence he did. Mm-hmm. Because he read the book How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yep. In prison. He also wrote a lot of music. And oh, yeah. Yeah, the Beach Boys. He's good friends with them. He gets around. He got around. Wouldn't <laughs> it be funny if that was his. <laughs> I, I hope that he wrote Barbaran. I need to look this up because no, no. I hope it was Barbaran. He did not. Ba 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 Barbaran. I think I've heard it. I don't remember how it goes. It's just kind of bland. Well, I heard that his music wasn't actually that good. Right. But yeah. people liked him so much. He was just very extreme character that mm-hmm. people liked being around him for some reason. Unlike Chucky. Yeah. Uh, anything. It's a red-headed doll, which is funny. Oh, yeah, it's like Problem Child. Didn't that come out around the same time? I think it was a little later, but... <laughs> which we need to watch. That's yeah. a good one. Well, I love it. I don't know movie. if I can stand that. Mm. It does have Gilbert Godfrey in it. Yes. Fun fact about the Chucky doll. 
is originally well there's a lot of different things he wanted to do with this mm-hmm. um but remember it reminded me of cabbage pastels a little bit no you or remember my buddy pale. my buddy oh, my that, pal that's, what that's was, where yeah. they got the idea from mm-hmm. they were like oh these things are my creepy buddy, my buddy and me yeah 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 and the the sales dropped from that movie <laughs> yeah, <I bet. laughs> because they're like whoa that's a way too similar to my buddy the, yeah yeah I the forgot about good that. guys and my buddy but also they originally were going to have it where the latex of the doll that they would have where in the movie that you it would maybe... bleed like if yeah. like if he got a cut he'd be like oh i got a boo-boo and so it'd be have an extra horror effect to it. So they haven't sold them now. Ch- actual Chucky dolls? Do you think they would sell now? Chucky dolls? Mm-hmm. You mean like uh, they, my actually, buddy? No, actual Chucky dolls. Oh, they sell Chucky dolls all the time. Yeah, and it's forty-year-old men like you. Yeah, that buys them. <laughs> I wouldn't buy that. I know people that have Chucky dolls. I just I'm just opposed to the color scheme. Really, it's wow. clashing colors. But no, I I know people that have Chucky dolls. <laughs> I think Lauren has a Chucky doll. Oh, okay. That's what I was going to say. Aren't those sales up? Though? Yeah, yeah, of course. But well, I'm... then my buddy people should have capitalized on that. Well, I think because they were four children. Everybody lost their shirts, so they're just too uh, hurt to eat. We have a creepy doll. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that Addie brought home. And you frightened your daughter with. Well, she brought it home. Yeah. She loved it. And we... Did she? Yeah. Yeah. She did it at first, yeah. And then we tortured her with it later because she was scared of it later. She decided she didn't like it anymore. And so we move it into different places of the house. Well, you guys tried to get me when I would come home and you'd leave it in the shower. Yeah. When I was about to take a shower, there'd be a creepy doll in there. Yeah. It's really <laughs> creepy. I We should post a picture eventually of it. Mm-hmm. It's a creepy doll. I think I have one on my Instagram of it. We put a knife in its hand looking out the window. Yeah, around Halloween time. Because yeah. it's so creepy looking. Mm-hmm. But where do we go from here? I guess uh, we plot along through the plot. But this plot actually moves pretty fast, really. It was super felt like, fast. It felt like a tight script. We, were, we had to pause it a couple times so we could finish writing everything that happened. Yeah. Oh, um, the voice of Chucky is... Uh, What's his name? Jesus. Yeah, the guy we see in the prologue. Uh, Brad. Dorif. Yes. He, he's been in a lot of things. He's a Dead, lot. Deadwood. He's yeah. the doctor in Deadwood. Yeah. He's, amongst many other things. Yeah. Which is funny. He was in uh, one of those Exorcist, later Exorcist ones. Three. I don't know. You know, we got Catherine Hicks is the mother. Karen Barclay. Uh, Chris. Is it Serenity? Sarandon? Sarandon? Was he like Susan Sarandon's kid? Maybe. Mike Norris, he's the detective. Alex Vincent, who is Andy Barkley, which is fun fact. Another fun fact. Is sometimes Andy's sister would dress up the little boy that plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Vincent, his sister, was Chucky sometimes when I was running. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that's another fun fact. Let's dive in. Dive in. Head first. The scene opens on what I would call a prologue section. Probably belly. I'm going to probably land on my belly. Are you going to do a belly flop into this Probably. one? Probably. 
Most likely. <clears throat> well, the scene is open like an action scene. Like a cops and robbers sort of issue. Somebody's like, I got the stranger on Wabash and such and such. Mm-hmm. It's that guy. Uh, there's a shootout in the street. It's Brad Dorif with long locks and an 80s tie. Oh. And, um, He's looking good. They're next to a toy store. And he shoots his way in. And we see these good guys' toys. Am I skipping anything? I went a little fast here in the prologue. Then mm. we were first introduced to the uh, good guys. Yeah, dolls. you see those everywhere because every kid wanted them at the time. And then it's title screen, Child's Play. Which, where does that title come from? I mean, is it sounds like it should be like a common phrase, but I don't know that I've heard it. That's a good question. Um, like it's like from a common rhyme or saying. They had a lot something. of well, when I was doing research and I didn't write everything down because I was in a hurry. They had a lot of different names that they were gonna, they were trying to go for. Um, they were doll related or excuse my computer. I don't know why they picked child's play. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just because uh, it's all child's play. Yeah. In the end, it's all child's play. That's my theory. Yeah, we don't have an answer to that one. Sorry, guys. Anyway, Brad gets shot, or Charles Lee Ray gets shot. And then I wrote down Annabelle in a glass cage. He's next to... Oh, there's a bunch of porcelain dolls. Yeah. Yes. Which made me think of Annabelle. Which Annabelle is actually... A Raggedy Ann doll. It's Raggedy Ann doll. But they can't use that because it's a trademark, and plus the the company would never allow it. Yeah. I believe those dolls were sewn because there was an Amazon sewing factory in our town. Yeah, uh, well, they were sewn there. Not mm-hmm. all of them, but not some, all of them. But, but yes. there was one of the factories. Yes. That made uh, Raggedy Ann and Andy dolls. Yes. It was downtown Muskegon. Visit us. <laughs> You'll regret it. <laughs> if you like Walmart and it's an apartment complex, you can live in the place where Raggedy Ann and Andy were made. I wouldn't suggest it, though. <laughs> Unless you like crystal meth. Back to the story. So, I'm going to get you no matter what, he says. i got to find somebody. Meaning, like, he's looking, like, we know, because we've seen this before, and we know what's up. He's looking for someone to, he's already been injured, I believe, right? And yeah, shot. Yeah. yeah. So, he's looking to throw his soul into someone else, but he, he's like, i got to find somebody. But all, then he sees the good guy's doll. And uh, we hear some arcane words. He's doing a spell. We don't know what he's saying. And lightning breaks through the window. He pulls the doll out, says some weird voodoo bullshit, I said. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice lightning. call back to the thing. Yep. Lightning strikes through the toy store. And then I got, the cop flies like Marty McFly plugging in his amp and striking a power cord. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then the turtleneck cop wakes up. Sees Brad's Charles Lee Ray's dead body in the close upon doll face. Next then, scene. Yes, change of scene. It's the kid watching TV with good guys cartoon. Oh, wait, wait. Was that the hook? Like, he's putting his soul into weird. Yeah, he put his soul into the, into the doll. And that yep. would be the hook. Yep. In the prologue. Okay. New scene, happy birthday. And kids watching TV, the good guys cartoon is on. He puts bread in the toaster, put pours good guy cereal and mm-hmm. milk in a bowl and spills it all over, and then added a bunch of sugar. Mm-hmm. And then creepy 
then another creepy kid show about yeah uh, it's a good guy's show but it's not a cartoon this time it's like a live action creepy really big head on a live person the kid burns the fucking toast yeah puts and a hefty spoonful of butter on it i wrote a holy shit amount of butter has a tray of food mess for his mom and making a mess mm-hmm. this is the intro to the normal world of our heroes he wakes up his mom. It's mm-hmm. six thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, throw re- that child away. I said. A, yep. I was going to say I have a quote from you. Throw that child away. Yes. And then mom gets payback. She can't actually hurt the kid, so she gives him a raspberry as torture. I guess, right? I guess. <laughs> the uh, news mentions the killer has been shot and killed, but nobody's paying attention. No, no, they're not paying attention. And then he opens his presents, and he gets pants. Uh huh. So sad. And this, and I put the kid opened up his big gift in its clothes. He's very unappreciative. Got a good guy tool chest. Little brat still not appreciative. Mm-hmm. He, she couldn't get enough money to get the actual good guy doll. She's a single mother. Mm-hmm. I think she's a widow. I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. She mentions, and she's working at a department store, and like yeah. these dolls. Are like a hundred bucks for a fucking doll. Yeah, she's what working at like J.C. Penney's or something like that. Yeah, Macy's. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's your admiral jobs, especially because you have to deal with such assholes. But they don't pay you enough, right. and they know that. Dicks. I've worked retail. Dicks. Yep. So, and then the Please. next scene yep. is the mom is at work and she's with her coworker, and. Her co-worker mentions to her, like, hey, there's a peddler in the alley that's mm-hmm. selling a good guy doll. Mm-hmm. I would call this the inciting incident. Yes. This sets us on the road to adventure. Mm-hmm. She's making a decision to, to do this, and it's starting the whole problem. Yes. And then I, we get in a sort of an argument with him about the price, and he's like, ah, steal this. And what is he, flipping her off or something, maybe? I don't remember. Oh, well, they're, like... And trying then, to work with him, she pays uh-huh. 50 bucks, and uh, her friend's like, no, don't pay 50 mm-hmm. bucks for that. He probably stole this. And he's like, oh, steal this, and he flips uh-huh. her off. Yeah, and then, so they get the doll, he leaves, and then the, her friend is like, I think I dated him. <laughs> her boss is being a douche and told her to stay over. Yeah. She's like, I can't. I have to pick up my kid. It's his birthday. I don't care. What's important, your job or your kid? Mm-hmm. But I don't remember what happened if she covered for her or she... Baby, her friend babysit the kid. Yeah, her friend was going to babysit the kid. But she does get home with a big package. Yeah, she gets to go home for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she gives him the doll. Hi, I'm... Oh, yeah. So he gets the, opens the doll, and Andy, her kid, goes right in his face. Hi, I'm Andy. What's your name? Apparently it's Chucky. And so Maggie is uh, babysitting. Mm-hmm. And Chucky wants to watch the news. Oh, the babysitter, Aunt Maggie, mm-hmm. is what he's called her. Is I don't think it's actually his aunt, but... No, it's just She's eating friend. chocolate cake by hand. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Mm-hmm. I think that's normal. I'm kidding, I don't like things on my hands. I have ten napkins. Also, time there's, to eat. there's nine o'clock news? Mm-hmm. Was that a thing in Chicago? Well, yeah, because there are different times on than being was. But I thought even ten o'clock news here was a weird thing. Is it like 6 and 11 normally? I don't know. It used to be growing up anyway. 
I, I, I'm not old yet. I don't know. I was watching it when I was a kid. I, I, I wouldn't doubt that. I had three channels. I'm, I wouldn't <laughs> I doubt lucky. that you watched the news. I did. I was like six or seven watching the news <laughs> every day. <laughs> That's how I got so afraid of global warming. <laughs> All right. And so, you know, the kid is playing with Chucky, and Chucky's trying to watch the doll, or watch the TV about him, and the babysitter takes the kid and the doll to bed, and the kid brushes his teeth. Yeah, this is a scene I didn't get. She takes the kid and the doll to bed, right? She's, Mm -hmm. like, dragging the doll. Mm -hmm. She puts him in bed and then tells him to brush his teeth. Like, she carried him to bed past the bathroom and then tell him to brush his teeth and then he gets up to go brush his teeth she's distracted she has many bad dates she's dating homeless people she's eating chocolate cake with her hands well she's distracted it's not that far off from my life (laughs) but i believe in a sense of order still i'm very particular like i plan things out if you haven't noticed I'm like, okay, I'm going to go grab a beer downstairs. First, the bathroom's closer. I'm going to go pee. Then I go to the fridge. And then I grab a cigarette. Then I go back upstairs. Fascinating. I know. My life is great. So, what happens? He's brushing his teeth. Mm. And we get a 3D view from Chucky's perspective. Pitter-patter. Let's get at her. Oh, that's another show we've been watching. (laughs) Letter Letter Kenny. Oh, I love that show. And then, I don't know why, Chucky apparently puts a chair in front of the exterior door to the apartment. No, no, you're skipping some parts here. Okay. Um, The kid's brushing his teeth, because she turned the TV off. Mm -hmm. She realized the TV's back on, and the doll's sitting in front of the TV. And so she's, like, yelling at him for it. He's like, I didn't do it. Like, he's really offended. Like, I didn't do that. Right. And she's like, quit playing games and tricking me. And he's like, I didn't. Why is my damn computer doing that? And then, and then it shows later where Maggie is watching TV and she's reading at the same time in the living room, which is something I do, too. I have the TV on while I do other things. True. The kid doorknob turns. And we see something run behind Aunt Maggie. It startles her. She's not sure what it is. And then we see the chair being pulled up, where he's trying to put the chair in front of the door, which does not make sense. Yeah, it's awful, Because man. she's an adult. Yeah, exactly. And she's in the inside of the she's apartment. She's in the inside. <laughs> that doesn't stop her from getting out. I, I, I don't know. I, yeah. She's an adult. She can open the, the lock. Yeah. He was unlocking it? or It doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't make sense. But Maggie gets up, asking if it's Andy. Like, Andy! Mm-hmm. And she walks slowly, and she sees the chair is pulled in front of the door. She hears a noise, and she goes in the kitchen, and she sees spilled sugar or flour. I'm not sure what it is. I, now yeah. I think it's flour. At the okay. time, I thought it was sugar. Yeah. And then the phone rings, and it scares Maggie. And it's Karen. Mm-hmm. And, and she said, oh, no, I just had the willies. Yeah. She grabs a broom. We see something grab a hammer. 
and she gets hit by the hammer and trips out the window. She falls completely through the window. Yes. Bitch, I have a problem with that scene, too. Yeah, that doesn't happen so easily. No. You don't just trip and fall through a window. The window was closed. Oh, yeah, there was something where she opened it, or she closed it earlier because she was cold. Yeah, but it was closed. Yeah, it was closed. It should have been open, or maybe Chucky opened it and I didn't notice. But, I didn't... but it still doesn't make sense. It's not big enough for yeah. a grown woman to just fall out of. Right. And still, you know, something to think about. Think about that. That's why... Well, back then, uh, we just looked glossed over the fact that people just fell through windows all the time in movies. Yeah, it's common. So she falls to her death. And then, I, would, I guess that's the first plot point, or, the, or this next scene, when Karen finds out what happened. When Karen gets home to the police and the ambulance, she gets mm-hmm. in a weird elevator. Spooky elevator. And police try and stop her when she tries to get to her apartment. Cop is reading on her couch a newspaper. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was funny. She asks about Maggie. The investigators pull her to the side, tells her Maggie is dead and fell from the kitchen window. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's he, Detective Mike Norris, who I should say is Prince Humperdinck from Princess Bride. Yep, and we're not going to go there every time. Mm-hmm. We always go back to Princess Bride. Do we? Yeah. We... I'm going to call him Prince Humperdinck. That's what I, I forgot his name half the time when I wrote the notes. Mike so Norris, I call him Prince yeah. H all the time. You see a little footprint in the flower's sugar. Yes. Uh, maybe Andy... But they don't match Andy's regular shoes, but then they look at his shoes, and he's wearing... And his pajamas. Yeah, he good has, guy like, sneakers. And they have, under, under the, like, the, uh, the tread of his shoes, mm-hmm. there's, uh, like, among other things, there's also a gun on the bottom of his shoes. Yeah, there is. Like, on the uh, mm-hmm. sole of it. Yeah, there's like, you know, like a hammer and a nail or something, like mm-hmm. they're building, and then there's a, a gun. gun. And he's like, hey, the PJ sneakers he's wearing could match, and the mom got upset, and she makes the cops leave. Uh, Karen yells at Prince Humper, I wrote. And then the kid noticed that Chucky himself has that sugar or flour on the bottom of his sneakers, of yes. the doll. And I guess I'm commenting on um, Andy's clothes he's wearing i'm i'm making some kind of reference to et I, I said i just want to phone home elliot or maybe chucky's clothes i don't know i don't know what i was thinking and i told the kid to plead the fifth <laughs> you did and then uh there's a mustache guy who's a flunky for prince humperdinck the mm-hmm. detective oh i jumped ahead that time mm-hmm. And then there's a scene change. Yep. And Karen asks Andy about Chucky. Um, but Andy knows his real name is Charles Lee Ray. Because Chucky told him. And he's been sent down from heaven by Daddy. Yeah. And then he says, Aunt Maggie was a real bitch and got what she deserved. Chucky told Andy this. Mm-hmm. Of course, Karen is upset. Says, Andy, stop it. He apologizes says he'll stop making up stories next day new scene winter going to school so uh karen takes the kid to school and they have a prep and prep talk him kid brings doll to school Mm -hmm. which i thought was weird 
But Andy then, when his mom walks away, leaves the school. He is on a train, or trans, and is hugging Chucky, which I thought was weird. And he's taking him to what looks like to be South Chicago. And if you know anything about South Chicago, it's a very rough. Rough. Oof. Oof. Yeah, so he's playing hooky with Chucky almost immediately. As soon as his mom leaves, he just turns around, right? Yeah. Gets on a bus. No, he gets on a train. Oh, oh yeah. Like the L? Is that what they call it? Yeah. Yeah. And... Go to South Chicago. And under a bridge, it looks like the South Side of Chicago. And under a bridge goes to what looks like an abandoned house. Mm-hmm. The right. kid tinkles... And Chucky goes into the house. Mm-hmm. He put Chucky on that rocking chair. Yeah. There are, and in the house, there are rats everywhere. Chucky, oh, I think we have a 3D view for a minute. And then Chucky opens the oven. The pilot light goes out and he turns on the gas. He blows it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He must have. Because yeah. uh, I think earlier, I mean, I forgot to write this down, but he said he was going to kill um, two people. Yeah. The detective that was chasing him and his buddy. Yeah. His crime buddy, which is this guy. Yeah. Chucky opens the oven, blows out the pilot light, then turns gas onto the stove. Yep. So it fills and the his house. old buddy is camping there with his gun like a big old dirty hairy magnum. And the kid starts running near. The dude rams open door. He was scared for a second, and then he's like, oh, it's just a kid. But then he hears, he goes into the next door. You know, somebody's in there, and he rams open the door and just immediately fires his gun. Yeah, well, see, this is what happened, I wrote, uh-huh. is that the kid noticed that Chucky isn't, after the stove thing, the kid noticed that Chucky isn't in the rocking chair anymore. So that's when the guy comes down the stairs, and he shoots his gun, just shoots it. Yeah, exactly. He shot it a few times. Uh-huh. He shoots it when he comes down the stairs. And when he heard a noise, and then he looks out the window and he sees Andy running outside. Mm -hmm. And he got kind of relieved, like, oh. Mm -hmm. And then another noise happened in the house while the stove is releasing all this gas. And the guy shoots again, and the house blows up. Blows up. Whole house. And then, I forgot to write a scene change here. Karen is at the PD with Prince Humperdinck. And he has Andy in custody. Fucking Andy. So she confronts Andy. No one believes you about Chucky. They'll take you away. But Andy's like, come on, Chucky, say something. And Andy even punches Chucky. That was <laughs> Chucky. And then, yeah, he was trying to get the doll to talk. Mm-hmm. And the psychiatrist says, Andy should spend a couple of days with us. Well, there's two scenes. Um, we see a police officer asking Andy about Maggie. And Andy says because she saw Chucky, it scared her. And that's why she fell out the window. Mm-hmm. And then the mom walks in and tells Andy what he needs to keep saying is needs to keep saying is Chucky. Or what? I wrote this funny. Kids, kid gets mad at Chucky. He punched the doll. And then that's, yeah. And then the doctor says he needs to stay a couple days mm-hmm. with them. And, and the next scene, she's... She comes home. So she has left him yep. with the psychiatrist. I then call that the first pinch point. Yep. Something's going pretty bad for Andy here. Karen is going to confront Chucky. She's at home alone with Chucky. Mm-hmm. Um, she walks into the apartment with Chucky. She yells at the doll, hoping he would talk. 
Say something, you little bastard. She's kind of like hoping that, you know, maybe my kid's not crazy. Like, Yeah, she's yeah. starting to believe him because he's so adamant about it. Or she wants to believe it yeah, because, right. you know, a sense that, like, why, you know, this. Because, I mean, they're like, hey, this kid was at the scene of a guy being blown up and your friend getting pushed out a window. Like, right. yeah. So and, she puts the box away. And then she, maybe in her head, too, because of the thought of how he makes breakfast, <laughs> that maybe he is a little psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't want to believe it, but she's like, oh, it must be true if Chucky's not talking. No. But she goes to put the box away, and then the batteries fall out. Dun, dun, dun. The batteries were never in him. He checks up the bit. He picks Chucky up, checks the batteries, and they're empty. And there's no batteries, and Chucky says, Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? Mm-hmm. She drops him, he falls under the couch, and he, and she then keeps poking him. Mm-hmm. She's peeking under the couch, poking him. Talk then, to me, damn it. I'll make you talk. Then drag him out. She tells him to talk. She goes over the fireplace, says she'll put him in the fire. He says... You stupid bitch. You filthy slut. slut. And then he bites her arm. Yeah. Which I don't get why the biting thing, you know. And it makes it like ten times more creepier to me that the doll bites. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know why. And then... Yeah, then he can move that plastic face. Yeah. She He tries to bite her. He bit her. And she throws him. And then he runs... Out of the apartment, goes down the elevator. Mm-hmm. She chased after down the stairs, and he is gone. Like mm-hmm. she goes down all these stairs because yep. he's in the elevator. Yeah, he's hit the, the button. Yeah, Karen finds a detective. Is the next scene. Mm-hmm. What scene would you say this is? Um, we're approaching the midpoint. But we're not quite there yet. Okay. She confronts the detective. She says, "Andy's telling the truth. The doll doesn't have batteries, etc." He's like, yeah, whatever. Good night, Mrs. Barclay. And then she shows the bite mark. And she investigates Prince Humperdinck. God damn it, now I have to protect her in this bad part of town. She's going to go investigate. He's like, ugh. Yeah, where she bought the doll, Mm -hmm. which is in an alley where she works at. Mm -hmm. So she's walking around. She's doing weird sign language to bums. Yeah, I had that too. (laughs) I was just wondering what that meant. I'm trying to remember. She's trying to make some kind of hand signals. But we didn't understand what they meant, no. so of course he didn't either. <laughs> and then she finds the peddler she brought bought the Chucky from. Mm-hmm. Like, where'd you get it? How much did it cost? He won't answer with the without the money or with the money that. And then, yeah, she offers money for answers, mm-hmm. and then he tries to force himself on her, and that's when Detective Mike gets him and asks him where he got it from. Prince Humperdinck, if you're following along in my notes. Okay. <laughs> and he said that it was the burned down toy store. Mm-hmm. On Wabash and something. Yeah. And the detective where explains. The, where the Lakeshore Strangler died. Yeah, that's where he killed the Lakeshore mm-hmm. Strangler, a.k.a. Charles Lee Ray. He's like, I was there. And then. But she, this is where she finds out that Chucky is Charles Lee Ray. And I call that the midpoint. Yeah. She's finally armed with knowledge. And she 
she asked where he was from, and he said, oh, 730 Stony, Stony Island, South Side, which I was right, yep, South Side of right. Chicago, and where he lived. And when she asked where he lived, Detective just wants her out of the car. He just wants her to leave. Well, this is where the DVD skipped. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first DVD yes, skip. it was. So he might have missed a little here. You see Detective, in the next scene, you see Detective Mike, or Detective, yeah. he grabs Charles Lee's file. He drives, he lights a cigarette with his cool music, and... Mm -hmm. and weird music, but cool music should works if you put it in quotation marks. Yeah. And then, that's when... Oh, wait, there's something about the igniter, like the... Yeah, you push it in. Cigarette. Yeah, you push it in the lighter. Mm -hmm. And right when he does that, Chucky jumps behind him. With jumper cable. He's strangling with jumper cables, it looks like. He says, Good night, asshole. Mm -hmm. And the detective grabs for the lighter to burn Chucky with in mm -hmm. the cheek. Mm -hmm. That's finally done. You remember those lighters where you push in in the car oh, and you yeah. wait for them to. Yeah. Yeah. Then they pop when they're done? Yeah. Yeah, and those were. Yeah, I don't even think. I mean, I have the thing, you know, the lighter thingy. Yeah, but now they, they're just for. Um... They don't even come with the No, they don't igniter. even come with the igniter anymore. They're just for plugging in your your uh, phone chargers or yeah. whatever. Let's see. Chucky's... We need those kind of self-protection in cars, and they don't have them yeah, anymore. Yeah, what if Chucky tries to get us? Yeah. And he melts. What are we going to do? Charge him with our iPhone And this is, another, this is another point for Chucky, too, because he realized that hurt. Mm-hmm. It hurt. Mm-hmm. It hurt his cheek, and he has a mark on his cheek. Oh, he's stabbing through the with a knife. Oh, with the yeah, through the car it's seat. It's going right through the car seat. That's pretty and, cool. You know, Mike is still driving. Yeah, he's still driving, and there's, he's trying to be stabbed through the back seat. The yeah, knife is shooting out. That was pretty intense. Yeah, that was. Pretty... But then the DVD skipped. So. Uh... Yeah, it kept <laughs> skipping. We know that he crashed, and he's upside down in the car. Goes, mm -hmm. hi, Mikey. Acts like he's about to stab him, but looks like he missed. Then. Chucky stabs the car and then runs away. Yeah. And Detective tries to shoot at him. Through the windows. As Chucky runs around the car, Mike shoots at him. He yeah. shoots Chucky in the chest. And Does he? And he runs away. So he shoot, hmm. That's what I wrote down. Hmm. I mean, not in the heart, but somewhere. Okay, so I'm calling, I'm calling that the second pinch point when the detective is attacked and almost dies. Things are kind of bad for a character, but then... We're still learning a little bit. And then the DVD skipped again for the third and last time before we said, you know what? We can go to Amazon Prime and get this for free. Without mm -hmm. any DVD skips. Mm -hmm. And we didn't really... Well, it was free, so we're already paying the monsters, so... Yeah, it was... Might as well. Yeah, they are monsters. Mm -hmm. So Karen goes to Charles Lee Ray's apartment. Mm -hmm. There's a weird... I think this is the next day. Because it was daylight, wasn't it? There's a leg table. Yeah, a leg table. It was like mannequin legs or mm -hmm. something. It was weird. A weird mural and blood and naked people. Sacrifice. Uh, and there's something written in the wall that says, Thank you, Dambala, for life after death. Which sounds like a voodoo sort of deity. Yeah, Satana. Not Satana, Santeria, sorry. Santana. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. of Santana. Yeah. 
Santeria. Carlos, thank you, Carlos Santana. Santeria, um, or Voodoo. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking it's Voodoo. Might be. I don't know. I don't know. It just sounded kind of Santeria too. It could be. So Detective Mike must have shown up behind her or something and says, "Oh, you know what? Charles Lee Ray's nickname was Chucky, and he spent time with this guy." And then we cut to this guy, which is, um, oh, Chucky's already there. No, the what? The guy. What? Oh, okay. okay, hold on. Yeah, the detective tells her, he sneaks up on her by accident, which everybody does. <laughs> and then he tells her that, uh, you know, his, Charles' nickname was Chucky. Mm-hmm. And he hung out with that guy. And yeah, like what you said. Mm-hmm. And then we're at Dr. Death's house. Mm-hmm. And Chucky's like, hello, John. And he says, does the gree-gree work? Which is definitely a voodoo term. I was just playing a old video game called Gabriel Knight, which is all about voodoo. Yeah, okay. It's called gree-gree. It's a sort of, like, spell. Yeah. Um, maybe not a spell, but like a... I don't know enough, enough about it, but it's definitely a voodoo term. Mm-hmm. Used in working spells. He's like, I got shot. It hurt like a son of a bitch. And John is like, you're turning human. The more time you spend in that body, the more human you'll become. He's like, I have to live in this body? No fucking way. Help me out. And John is like, you perverted everything and used it for evil. He called him an abomination. Mm-hmm. And he grabs his, like, voodoo doll. Mm-hmm. And he starts, Dr. John's, Chucky does, grabs Dr. John's voodoo doll. And he mm-hmm. starts, like, breaking his legs. Mm-hmm. And then, uh... Dr. Death tells Chucky that the only way he could get out of the doll body is by transferring into the first person that found out he was alive, which would be... Andy. Yeah. So he stabs John's doll. And then John dies. Rest in peace, John. Dr. Death. Because mm-hmm. then the thing is, it's Dr. Death. This is in Chicago. Not every voodoo thing has to take place in New Orleans, I guess. So then I think, I guess I wrote, this is the second plot point. When the detective and Karen run to John's and find his body still alive and bloody. And John gives him this information. Or no, this is probably not the same plot point just yet. But um, he's like, you must save the boy. Stop him before he can say the chant. The heart, his heart is almost human. Yeah. Referring to so Chucky. he wasn't fully dead yet. Mm-hmm. And um, then we see Chucky coming for Andy at the psych ward. Yeah, Andy sees Chucky out the window. And I would say this is the second plot point when things are worse for all our characters. Okay. He yells for help that Chucky is there and he's going to kill him. And then Chucky sees the keys, like, through a window on the desk with a security guard. Was it a security guard? I think so, And he finds Andy's room. I forgot what he did to distract him. He did something to distract the person. Yeah, I didn't write that down. And he has a knife, and he sees that Andy is, that Andy tricked him with pillow under the blanket. He got into yep. Andy's room. Yep. And then the doctor sees Andy escape. Chucky runs and attacks Andy in the operation room. Andy has a scalpel. Doctor grabs Andy. Andy tries to tell the doctor Chucky will kill him too. Chucky stabs the doctor to put the electric shock therapy thing yeah. on his head. Chucky had took the scalpel. Oh, he took it? Yeah. Oh. At, well, after 
the doctor took the scalpel away from Andy. Oh, I see. Now Chucky's got a scalpel. And he stabs Which... he stabs the doctor and puts that electro thing on his head. I have and, a lot of questions, and sir. Pumps up the jams, I write, with some um electricity. Le- electricity symbols until his eyes are bloody. Yeah. And Andrew Andy is screaming stop. Mm-hmm. Um I do have a question. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is nineteen eighty eight. Okay. Um, did they still do electric shock therapy? They're doing it now. Do they? But yeah. But they stopped. They did stop for a while. So. And at, why would they have a scalpel? <clears throat> and why do they have operation room and a psychiatry office? Yeah, is it still part of the PD, the police department? But then they have a psych ward and, uh, like morgue. But why would like you it's have all together. Room? Like yeah, I don't you're right. Know. You're right. It's it pretty is, weird. It's a little fishy. We don't know exactly where he's at. Mm-mm. Are they doing lobotomies with scalpels? Hmm. I think you're right. It might be a little bit after they stopped doing that. Like they it, like think in the Reagan years, which is yeah, the well, end, end yeah. of the Reagan years. And um, well, they shut down a bunch of psychiatric yeah, they wards shut and, them down. and then left people homeless. Mm-hmm. But that's another story. Then we see Karen and Mike show up at the psych ward. I say Detective Mike meets Mustache, his flunky who has a weird mustache, uh, and a little girl knows. The doll, Chucky was here. She says, and then we get a scene. Andy went home. He's yeah, he's back home. at home. And blocks the door. He gets a bat, hides in closet. Chucky's in the elevator. Yes, and there's a couple, an old couple, <laughs> on the elevator. Mm-hmm. They were talking about the doll. They're like, "Oh, a kid must have left it." And they're like, "Well, just leave it there. They'll find it." You know, mm-hmm. the husband was saying or whatever. Sugar daddy. Who knows what he is, really? For me to assume that it's just a husband. It could be anybody. And as they were walking out, the woman was like, sure, it's an ugly doll. And then Chucky says, fuck you. (laughs) And then she gets out. Andy hides in a closet. Andy finds a toy bat. Mm -hmm. Chucky becomes Santa. Yes, Chucky comes in the chimney like Santa Claus. With a special knife, I have question mark. Remember that? It was a weird knife. Yeah, I remember it was just a bizarre knife. And then Andy, he he owns up. He smacks Chucky with the bat. Mm-hmm. And then Chucky smacks Andy with bat. Chucky says, surprise! Detective and that's when... And the, Karen show up. Yeah. And then Chucky... While Chucky is chanting over the unconscious Andy. I have a, a lot more descriptive, but yeah. Go for it. Um, you know, Chucky goes through the fireplace with a weird knife. Andy has a bat, and Chucky's he's like going through the house, like looking around. He got out of the closet, <laughs> and Chucky says surprise, and Andy hits Chucky with the bat, and then Chucky chases him with the knife, and then Chucky sneaks up on Andy, hit him in the head with the bat that Andy hit him with, and then Chucky. Then tries to chant while Andy is passed out. Mm-hmm. Lightning happens. That's when Mike and Karen run up the stairs trying to get in. Chucky bites the mom. I put. Oh, wait, you skipped the part where there's Ghostbusters clouds. And he says, give me the power I beg of you. And I wrote He-Man next to it. <laughs> so he bites the mom and cut Mike with a knife. Mike gives Karen a gun. Mike goes looking around for Chucky with a gun. Checks under bed. 
Chucky comes out with the bat and knocks him out. Yeah. Then Karen shoots Chucky. In the leg. But then the gun jammed. Yeah, it jammed and he made fun of her for that. Mm-hmm. He chased after her. She sticks him in the fire pit with the cover, you know, with the cover on it. Wait, wait. Okay, he charges, she trips. Chucky bites rock? What does that mean? I have no idea. Oh, neck. Bites neck. Oh. <laughs> he bites her in the neck. But she traps him in the fireplace, gets mass- matches, turns on gas. Yeah. But she can't quite reach the, mat- reach the match, right? And Andy... She asked for Andy for the matches. Yeah. Andy lights the match. And he's yelling, Andy, no, please, we're friends to the end. Mm-hmm. This is the the climax has been happening for a while. Yeah. Sorry to mention. This and is the end. Chucky is. This is the end, friend says Andy, and I think that's the climactic yeah. moment. Yeah. And then when Chucky. When Andy finally is like, "Fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. You're not my friend. I'm gonna kill you." Chucky's engulfed in flames, and he runs out of the fire pit. Karen goes to Mike in the bedroom and asks Andy to get the first aid kit. Chucky is gone. Andy. Runs and gets tripped. Chucky chases him into a bedroom. Burnt face Chucky. Yep. Chucky is stabbing through the door. Yep. Gets Karen's hand. Karen shoots him and I, blows his head off. Yep. I wrote The Shining, question mark, and stabbing through the door. So Chucky's head is blown off. Yeah. But he's still coming. She blows his arms off, his leg off. He's still crawling at her. Yeah, he's still moving. Mm-hmm. She strikes with a kill shot in the back. She's out of ammo keeps clicking so he's like in pieces yeah and then mustache shows up hmm. there's something about brewster apartments in north grand street the detective says the kid's right the doll is real don't touch it so what do you do so mustache of course picks up Chuck- the chucky head like a basketball and puts it on the tv but then the chucky body comes out of the register and chokes the mustache guy he throws him to the couch right and then somebody says, shoot him in the heart. Mm-hmm. From the knowledge we've learned earlier. Yeah. Splat. Let me hear it. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? Yeah. And the detective is like, believe me now. And Andy stares at Chucky. And that's the resolution, I guess. I guess. The end. That was the end. Mm-hmm. And somehow we did it under an hour. Yes. We went really fast here at the end because we wrote really fast. Because a lot of stuff was happening at the end. A really, lot. Really quick. But that was that's good for a movie, you know? Yeah. But also, I remember thinking about this movie, I was confusing some things which I vaguely remembered from the second movie, or possibly even mm-hmm. the third. Me I was too. Like, this I was, this I happened differently was, than I remembered. Because the second and third one are a little bit more campier. Mm-hmm. They're a little more silly than this one. This one is just Like, there was pretty... no doll factory in this one. I don't know. Which one is that in two or three? I don't know. That's what I was thinking of. Was I happen. was, too. I was thinking it was, like, two or three. <laughs> Dolls are creepy. There's a whole island in Mexico <laughs> of dolls. There's a whole myth lore. That, well, it's not a myth or lore because it, it's a real person, a mm. guy... Put all the dolls up for a d- girl that died. Drowned. Drowned in the yeah. river. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And so it's supposed to be really haunted and it has all these dolls and all these paranormal groups go and visit this mm-hmm. island. We saw Zach Baggins there. 
And then he brought some other weird doll that was kind of like a Chucky doll, the Meat Mueller doll. Yeah. What was it? was called something else. I don't know. I don't remember which one it is. And then we saw BuzzFeed Unsolved, and they mainly got scared by spiders most of the time. Yep. I think I've seen something. I maybe just a little mini series mm-hmm. about ghosts and that. BuzzFeed Unsolved. That's a good show. It is. Shaney X and the. Yeah, Shane's funny. And the Ryan guys, he's funny too. The also, so there's gonna be a remake of Child's Play, okay. and the voice of Chucky is gonna be no other than Mark Hamill. That makes sense because he did the voice of the Joker in that Batman animated series. And it's funny to me to think of Mark Hamill as Chucky. I don't know why. Well, yeah, it is. Unless you know, like, most of his life has been doing other weird voices. Oh, that. (laughs) After Star Wars. Yeah. I did see Mark Hamill on, um, it's a video of him after Star Wars Mm -hmm. dancing uh, to a Star Wars, like, he was on a show dancing to a Star Wars, like, dance show. And it was like him, like in tights almost, dancing mm-hmm. around. It was really weird. I mean, I'm cool with uh, Mark Hamill doing it, but what about Brad Dorif? He's still around. He's still cool, right? He did a good job. He did all the remakes, too. Or not remakes, but the later ones. All the sequels? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why he's not doing Just it. Just because it's a remake, they have a little variety. I... Oh, yeah. Speaking of remakes, we can talk about Pet Cemetery now. Yes, we went and saw Pet Cemetery a couple of weeks ago. Because we already did a review on the original. Yes. And at the, like the first half, maybe, of the movie, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is exactly like I remember. And then they switched it on us. They switched. They did a little switcheroo. They did a little switcheroo. They did. <laughs> they, uh... And, yeah. You know, this whole show is spoiler alert, so do we even have to say that? I mean, I think most of the general population... If they have seen the first one, they uh-huh. can kind of figure out what's going to happen in the second one, I assume. Um, but instead of the boy, it's the girl. Mm-hmm. It's the daughter. Mm-hmm. It's the data. And they also had it where the sister, Rachel, mm-hmm. the creepy Rachel, yep. she, how she died is she went down a dumbwaiter, which is... That was different, yeah. Yeah, it's different, because before she was choking on food. This time, she was too scared to bring her food. She was alone, so she put in the dumbwaiter, and then Rachel, you can hear Rachel above her grabbing it, and then she falls down with the dumbwaiter, and then where the dumbwaiter falls. And so she opens the dumbwaiter, and then she sees her... Jump scare. Yeah. Creepy sister. I liked it. Yeah, Yeah, I did. It kind of proves my point that children and cats are assholes. Yeah. In the end was kind of funny to me. Oh, yeah, the end was a little different as well. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that. Sort of a comedic... I mean, it wasn't quite the the original way that, like, a Stephen King type story would end, which is very Tales from the Crypt, 1950s EC Comics style, which was the original movie endings felt like that which is where like you you double down on the people making dumb mistakes and Mm -hmm. bringing his wife back to life you know even though he's learning that was a bad idea 
But this one was a little it, switch. It changed. Yeah, it changed. And it made a little bit of sense of, like, have the family come back together. Because they threw the little boy in the car, which is funny. Uh-huh. Because I could see a lot of angry moms about that. Mm-hmm. They put the little boy in the car, or the dad does. Was it the dad? Well, I don't care. If, don't if it was a dog, people would be upset. People would <laughs> be upset if it was a shoe. How dare you put a shoe in a car? It amplifies the stinkiness in a hot car. I didn't know that. <laughs> but It's like a fart in a car. A dirty shoe in a car. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? I don't know anymore. <laughs> um, they, you know, you put one of, I can't remember if it's the mom or the dad and put the little boy in the car. Mm-hmm. And then the mom becomes, you know, a zombie thingy. Well, it's the little daughter who's uh, killing them off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. And then the mom is, kills dad. Yeah. Because they mentioned something about like, Let's, I just wanted to bring us back, bring you back, and be a family together. Yeah. And then she's like, oh. I don't remember the exact phrase, but like, oh yeah, we will be. And then they're all like undead coming back. And then they look at the little boy. Yeah, in the car. Yeah. So they're all going to be an undead family. Happy little undead family. Yeah. What a softball games. Thank God I don't have to do that. And then... I mean, they mentioned the Wendigo, but it's not really the Wendigo legend. Not necessarily. But there is a mention of it, because I guess the book talks about it more. Mm-hmm. Which I haven't read. I have not either. I think we own it. I don't. I thought you did. Nope. I thought you bought it at a used bookstore in Traverse yeah. City. Unless it's... No, I got a couple of collections that I haven't read. Mm-hmm. Unless it's in a collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, like short stories and Because I thought you grabbed it one time when we were on vacation. Mm-hmm. Also, what else did we watch yesterday? Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah, uh, winter is coming because... It snowed. It snowed out of nowhere here. And a lot. A lot. All day. Yeah. I thought it was gone. It's been gone for a long time. It was like almost 70 degrees last week. Yeah. And then it snowed. Just for one day. And then now it's all melted. It's gone already. (laughs) Yeah, it melted. It was a lot of fucking snow. It was insane. The roads were bad. Mm -hmm. And we watched Game of Thrones. And... We figure it out. Do we even talk about it? What? Who Danny is to Jon Snow. Oh, yeah. We, I was thinking they were cousins this whole time. I was thinking they were brother and half And then like, we, then we thought, siblings. like, wait a minute. Why, why wouldn't they be half brother and half sister? But you figured it out. They're actually aunt and nephew. Yeah. He has the hots for auntie. Mm-hmm. And Jon Snow finds out that auntie... He's been giving her the eight inches of snow. <laughs> All eight inches of that snow has been in his ante. Which, that's not surprising in a Game of Thrones no, world. I was, I was thinking the half-brother, half-sister thing was not that strange for that show. No, it's not. No. Especially if they're royal. I mean, that happened in real life here. You know. Not in America. Not, well, well it's, it's not royal. It's, they're not royalty, the ones that do that. In, in history, I'm sure it's happened. Yeah, the British Empire. 
Yeah, yeah at least at least cousins. Yeah. Bye. World War One, just a bunch of cousins fighting each other. Pretty much. You don't have anything to say about Game of Thrones? Um, it was basically catching all the characters up on the details that we already knew. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And then Let's when get Jamie, everybody on the same page. When Jamie least. seen Bran. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I totally forgot about that. Like, why that was a big deal at the very end. When Jamie turns around and sees... Oh, yeah. In the very first episode of the show, he killed that motherfucker. Or tried to kill that motherfucker. He threw Bran out the window. Yeah. Or pushed him mm-hmm. out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why he's in a wheelchair. It's all because of Jamie. And then they're face to face after all these years. Mm-hmm. And Bran knows everything. You know, he's mm-hmm. psychic extraordinaire. Miss Cleo couldn't even be that good. <laughs> you remember Miss Cleo? The name sounds familiar. She was a television psychic, you can call in. Oh. And she was like, I don't know, was, she was Jamaican was, or Haitian. Was Dionne Warwick um, promoting her? Was that a different thing? I don't know. Dan Warwick was promoting some kind of call-in psychic hotline. But Miss Cleo was always on late television, usually during Monster Vision. Like, called this number for Miss Cleo, and she was Haitian or Jamaican or something. Oh, and that, what else happened when you're going to get got? Um, the queen did it with the asshole. Oh, I like when she was like, if you want a whore, you can buy them. If you want a queen, you got to earn them. Mm-hmm. Well, then she just acquiesced anyway. Yeah. Well, that's... What's her plan? That's her plan? To sneak up behind everybody and think, like, the Night King's not going to kill him, And then wait till they... She doesn't probably even believe or care about that. Well, she knows that they exist. Mm-hmm. They brought them yeah. down to her. And so, I think with her, it's... Now there's going to be a whole nother feud, which she doesn't know about, you know, because, you know, Danny has got Jon Snow under her wing now, dragon wing, <laughs> and, you know, and now, which, you know, Jon Snow is fine with, he's like, yeah, she's hot, and yeah, and and plus he does never really cared about being a king, he mm-hmm. just wanted, cared about his people, and he knows that it is an advantage for to be on Danny's side because she has a bigger army. Well, her family, his family is upset because they're like, well, for one, we declared you as our king. For two... Well, it's like her going to the north is like if Hillary Clinton won the election and she went to the south. (laughs) Right? When they're walking in at the first scene. It was just... Well, (laughs) there's a lot more to it, though. I mean... It, it's because, for one... They don't trust her. They don't know her. Yeah. And like, they already her? have a king. They can't even afford it. It's winter. They're not going to be able to afford to take care of their fucking army. Or give their army what they need. Yeah. And... Plus, you know, they're like, John, are you just, you know, pussy-blinded here? Or mm-hmm. is this real? That's what everybody's thinking, yeah. Like, you... And then he finds out at the end that that's his auntie, and he actually has a rightful heir to the throne because he is actually above her because, Mm -hmm. yeah, his father was actually the firstborn. 
Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, his character is such that it doesn't seem like it matters, but it probably will. will it's get, going will, to matter because yeah. she's going to, I like Danny, but she's she's a little my way or the highway. Mm-hmm. You kneel or think, I'm going to kill people. That's where the conflict is going, like how she killed, uh, what's his name's father, father and, and brother. Right. Because they wouldn't kneel. Because mm-hmm. it's just going to be a matter of um, their tactics, where they're going to disagree yeah. on the most. So, there you go. Because, I mean, he was riding the dragon, even though I forgot that only Targaryens can dra- ride dragons. Yes. And he obviously didn't think about that either. Well, he probably didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised Danny didn't know. She's just like, oh, they like him too. They like my new boyfriend. Yeah, it, well, it's, that's kind of like, oh, they're under my control, so they're cool with him. Yeah. But anyway, that was a weird sidetrack from Child's Play. Yes. We started talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> gonna get got. Gonna get got. I knew we were gonna talk about it. But uh, any last words on Child's Play? No. I, I can't think of any. Um, it's... Very interesting. Very quick. Yeah, I thought the plot moved pretty brisk pace there. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm interested in seeing the new one. I'm going to see it. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, of course I'm going to see it. Mm-hmm. But let's see. Did we learn anything from Child's Play? Kids and dolls are creepy. Because if you didn't have a kid, none of that would happen. <laughs> There's no animal to blame, so I'm going to blame a child. Don't buy dolls from weird peddlers on the street. Don't. And especially don't hunt them out afterwards. No. Like, where'd you, do you have the receipt for this doll? Yeah. <laughs> don't ask for the receipt from homeless people. Yeah. Ugh. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. There, there was a little mistakes here and there to me. Like, I will never get the whole scene with Chucky, Maggie. It doesn't make sense, but I can live with it. Overall, pretty entertaining. I hope I don't ever run into that doll. Signing out. (laughs) 